that you will bless our hearts through your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter 26. Genesis chapter 26. We'll read from verses 12 to 22. We'll read it from New King James Version. Genesis chapter 2. Sorry, chapter 26, 12 to 22. Genesis chapter 26, 12 to 22. Isaac. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Amen. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds, and a great number of servants, so the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father, and they had filled them with earth. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. Then Isaac departed from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerah and dwelt there. And Isaac dug again the wells of water which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. He called them by the names which his father had called them. Also Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. But the headsmen of Gerah quarreled with Isaac's headsmen, saying, The water is ours. So he called the name of the well Essek, because they quarreled with him. Then they dug another well and they quarreled over that one also. So he called its name Sidna. And he, and he moved from there and dug another well and they, and, they did, and they did not quarrel over it. So he called its name Rehoboth. Because he said, for now the Lord has made room for us. We shall be fruitful in the land. The subject matter we are considering this morning is the power of persistence. The power of persistence. Before I go on, I'd like to inform us that from the first Sunday, sorry, first day of September, we shall begin to have our own special program here, and it is called Worship. War and warfare. So every first of the month will be here by four and then we'll roll for one hour thirty minutes. It will be power packed with worship, with the word, and with warfare. So get prepared as the Lord provides, we make some flyers to that effect so that we can use it to invite our friends. Don't, you can't afford to miss that time in the presence of the Lord. 
And from 24th to 26th of next month, we shall have a special prophetic program in the house. Yeah. And I believe in God, we are going to invite a guest that will be instrument in the hands of God to bless my life for that three days. So get yourself prepared. I please plead with you that you buckle your seatbelt. We are about to fly. Amen. Amen. So every first of every month, we'll be here in the evening 4 p.m. for worship, world, and warfare. And then Whenever it is time also for us to go to Headquarters Church, I think that one falls quarterly, but we'll do well to be there. We'll go there, celebrate it. But for us here, every first, we'll celebrate us here. We are about to fly. Tell somebody we're about to fly. The power of persistence. People who give up too soon, they don't go up. People who give up too soon. Life will always present a challenge, but you need to give it a fight. Life is full of challenges. Jesus acknowledged that in John 16:33, when he said, In the world you have what? Tribulations. What is it? Fear not. Be of, be of good cheer, but I have for I have overcome the world. Until you refuse to take no for an answer, you may not record any success in life. You may not record any success. If you are too easily accepting no, you won't go far. You need to put up a fight sometimes. You need to say, I can't take it. One of my mentors will always say, when challenges become tough, then you become tougher in your stubbornness in prayer. If you check the record of successful people, you will discover that they were people who had several failures, but they refused to accept that condition. Men and women that have succeeded over the years, those who are alive and those who are not alive, if you check their records, they are People that had several failures in their life. Men, people that others say you can't make it. A man like Thomas Edison, they said, This man, you have retarded brain, you can't make it. But we know how he ended in physics. We have several people, several men. And others wrote off and said, forget this one. But at the end of the day, they became shining stars. No matter the sphere of life you find yourself and the limitation thereof, resolve that you will break the limit. There's always a limit placed over men in life. So you can't cross this level. See this level? You will stay here and die. One of my friends said, I like that guy so much. He said, if the devil has vowed that you will never fly an aeroplane in your life, go and borrow money. 
Even if you don't know where you're going, even if you don't have any place in mind, borrow money and board a, I mean, airplane and fly. Even if you take to Lagos and come back again and say, Satan, I have broken the limits. He was there for a long time. Take your seat. And uh, he had. You see, information is powerful. He had that Jesus was passing by. And so he said, No, I can't allow this to pass me by. Somebody will need to tap into what God is doing in the now and say, This is my time. And I hear somebody say, This is my time. To say this is my time and hew into it and you begin to fly. So that's what Black Matthews did and said, no, 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 I'm not going to miss this. And as soon as he sensed in his spirit man that the man has already come, he started shouting, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And there were people whose work were to shout people down. Shouters. Shouters that bring people down. Say, shut up! This man should shut up so that we will see this man going. Those who have eyes have not finished seeing him, and it's you that don't have eyes. What has that got to do with my shouting for crying out loud? Is, your, is, it, is it your own mouth? Is it your own tongue? Shout. That was the spirit of I can't take it again. I must break the limit. Somebody will break the limit this year. I said, Somebody will break the limit this year. Take your seat. So that's exactly what happens in life. If you find yourself in a place where you have been. Bottle or, or box stop in your family. There are families that they say nobody will ever smell the wall of a university. No, not even the university, secondary school. And so everybody is running round, 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 round. You try, you fall, you try, you fall. Or somebody will need to wake up one day and say, Today is the end of this sin. I speak to someone's life here. Every ceiling the devil has placed over your life and destiny is blown up now in the name of Jesus. So, so life will always place limitations. That's what Pharaoh did to Israel when they were about to leave for the promised land. When the team became too old to work, said, okay, I love you guys, go. Go, but don't go too far. <laughs> Satan does not want you to go too far. He doesn't want me to go too far. If you accept, you stay there forever. But if you say no, 
it remains a no. You are going somewhere. Yeah. I say you are going somewhere. Yeah. And by the power of God, you will get there in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Isaac rose on the blessings of his father. And when he rose, he came to a place called Gerah. When he got to that place, the Bible told us from verse 1 of Genesis 26, he met a challenge. That was that there was famine in the land. So scarcity of food did not begin, it didn't begin today. So that scarcity in his mind as a, as a human being, he began to contemplate to leave the place. Nobody loves or likes unfavorable ground. Nobody likes poverty. If you love poverty, please raise your hand so that we need to pray for you now. I don't like poverty, man. So he began to contemplate to leave the unfavorable ground, but the Lord spoke to him. Say, stay here. I'm going to bless you. And I'd like to tell somebody here this morning that you are here, just like I said last Sunday, it's not a mistake. There are other churches who have been. But God brought you here. Please stay here and fulfill your destiny. If you run off, because there's one or two things that I challenge, then you have not fulfilled why God brought you here. Stay down. Sit down. Confront it and conquer it. So Isaac, God spoke to him and said, stay here in Gera because I'm going to bless you. I promise your father I'll bless him. Because of your father, I will release the blessing here. So many times it's not all about how we struggle or how we put in much effort. It's about what God has already said. And I know there's something God has already said concerning your life. Before you came to Platinum, before you came to Jaws, there's a word hanging over your life. That word will come to pass in the name of Jesus. So he stayed back and he began to explore the land. He was a very wise man, hardworking, and started opening up the wells that the Philistines had covered with eggs. The father dug many years. The Philistines covered it with eggs. And those days, because of scarcity of water, if you cover people's well, it means war. It means I'm asking for war. We need to fight. So he started opening them up, giving them the names that his father gave them. His servants wait for them. Not even there. When the people saw that this man is becoming a blessed person, blessed man, everything he laid his hand began to prosper. He sowed seed in the land, and the land began to yield its increase. I pray you will sow in this land, it will yield increase in the name of Jesus. You will not be in this land and begin to, you know, ask yourself, why did I even come to Black States? a blessing for you here. I 
said, there's a blessing for you here. Somebody here that in the next two, three, four years, people around you will begin to wonder how you came to the heights God will take you. It's the contrapost in the name of Jesus. Tell yourself I'm going somewhere. So the people, the people that were in the land did not know the secret of prosperity. It was a stranger. That knew that he needed to plant and then using irrigation to water it because that was why he was opening up the well. Wisdom. Yes. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7 said, Wisdom is the principal thing. Yes. And all you are getting, get what? Understanding. Everything you need to have in this life, first ask for wisdom. If you ask for money and you don't have wisdom, when it comes, you will lavish it in frivolities. You need wisdom. I need wisdom. So he began to prosper in the land to the extent that the king said, my friend, you need to leave us alone. It's time to leave us and go because you have become too powerful, too great than those of us who even own the land. He didn't start today. What we are saying, Nigeria. He didn't start today. Leave us go. Ah! What is this? All the jobs you are taking in, all the things, the land is yours now. But where were they? When this man was opening up the wells that they stock with sand, is it easy to open up where stock with sand? Doesn't it take some effort? Is anything bringing them until the, the well began to come up again? The water began to come up again. And he didn't stop there. He went further. The servants begin to dig fresh well so that fresh water will come out of it. The first one they did, they came with argument. They said, This is our own. I don't know the kind of people that get people well. This is our property. He left that one for them. They went to the second one. They started arguing again. They came with fights. It's our own. He left them. He went to the third one. Why didn't he stop at the first well? There was power that was propelling him. I must get there. See this fresh water, I must get it. He didn't stop. Second one, they quarrel, they fought. Okay, leave it for them. And then went to the third one. And it was at the third one that they came to. And the enemies became tired. They could not fight for that again. Your enemies will become tired. The only thing that will make them become tired is when they find out that you are not ready to take no for an answer. Satan will get tired concerning your life or my life. When we are not ready to give up. When we are not ready to say, please, I will leave this their church for them. 
which where are you going? The place you are heading to is it angels that are there? Everywhere you go now is angels. Please carry your car and go home. You are dead. Yes. Let's leave this place for them. You enter a job today and there are challenges. Your boss is beginning to threaten fire and brimstone. Leave the man. Don't quit like that. Go somewhere and settle it. The man is not ready. To, I, I leave me alone. I will leave this office. Don't leave the office. Stay there. Fight it out. Stay there and see when they will remove him and promote you. Yes, sir. It's a possibility. So the, the headers of Isaac, the servants of Isaac, they couldn't stop at the first one. They went to the second. They went to the third. And on the third one, they said, Ah, the Lord has brought us to a wide place. He has made a room for us. And we shall prosper in the land. You will prosper in the land of Platinum. You will prosper in Nigeria. In the mighty name of Jesus. What does persistence do in the life of someone? How do you put in persistence? How can you say, I must get to where I'm going. I will continue no matter what else. Number one, develop a strong determination. You need to develop a very rugged determination. You need to determine in your heart that this thing is either I get it or I get it. Is either I get it or I get it. You may fail today, but tomorrow you can get it. If it doesn't work this way, it can work the other way. Look at what happened. They got this way here and they quarreled with that well. He left it. Went to another spot. They quarreled again. He went to another spot. But what was his pursuit? They were pursuing water. Drinkable water. Water fit for consumption. So you may fail here today. Tomorrow you can succeed there. Tomorrow you can succeed there. All you need to do is to cultivate a strong determination and must get there. Number two, continue to pursue your dream no matter the odds. The odds will come. Resolve that you will continue. Number three, refuse to be distracted. There are so many distractions that come away when we have made up our mind to go to somewhere. It may be your marriage. There are so many people that are around to distract you. It may be your academic pursuit. It may be your business. It may be in developing your spirituality. It may be your ministry. Say, oh, look, I resolve I'm going to get to this. There are so many people like that. You will need to tell yourself. So you need to tell yourself, look, I'm, I must get to where I'm going. So, these ones that are distracting my attention, please get off my way. So many things can become a distraction. So many things. Your friend can become a distraction. The internet can become a distraction. Calls can become 
a distraction. You need to close your phone. You need to tell yourself, drop this thing here. I'm not going with it. So I can concentrate and know what I want to achieve. Number four, ignore some unnecessary fights and quarrels. Very important. The first one that the dog, they quarreled over that. They didn't die there. They said, no, 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 we will die here. No, leave them. Second one, they came with a fight. Isaac must have told them, please leave the fight. There are some unnecessary fights, unnecessary quarrels you need to avoid if you are going somewhere. That's the spirit of persistence. Ignore certain things. Allow people to sometimes look at you as a fool, but you know where you are going to. Yes. When you get there, there will be the people that will be clapping for you. They may even be among the people that say, we said it, we prophesied it, this man. Ah. <laughs> we said it. Something happened yesterday when we were coming back after the meeting. And it taught me a great lesson. There is not every fight and quarrel that you have to fight or quarrel about. We were just coming and unfortunately, that man that was uh, you know, driving us came to our junction. This, uh, our junction went heading to my house. And that place, you know how busy it used to be. Cars parked here, and it was just trying to dodge, and there was water. I mean, rain was splashing. Just removing his eyes a bit, he went and bashed one Mercedes. A bit. I said, My God. We came out from the vehicle. The man just folded his hands in his vehicle and was watching us. I said, That trouble has come. I'm going to use wisdom and overcome it. So when we came out of the vehicle, the man was seriously angry. I said, sir, we are sorry. Sorry. We are bleeding. He said, is this sorry I'm going to take? When you pass my car, I said, no, that's not what I'm saying, sir. And what he's saying, is there anything that we can do about it? He said, hey, come, let's go to my mechanic. He's there. That's okay, that's fine. We went with him. Fortunately for me, when we went to the mechanic, the man said, ah, pastor. I said, go on. <laughs> so while, as we were going, there was praying. I said, God, I arrest this situation. I don't know how to do it. So the man said, pastor, I said, my first answer has come. <laughs> because when we were about to cross the road, I took I told him he should allow uh, that Abel to go and drag my phone. He said, no, son, I will never allow him. The law doesn't accept that. I said, take me. I'm a pastor, sir. He's driving me. He said, no, no, but the law. Okay, he said, let's go. So when we went there, and they now called him pastor, I said, good. So we came back. The man looked at the place, bomba. <laughs> They said, nothing was spoiled inside. It's just this one that was spoiled. Well, sir, it will take 7,000 naira. The devil wanted to argue. I said, sir, don't argue with him. Give me a minute. I went to my wife and took his phone, took her phone to transfer 7,000 naira to the man. The man looked at me. 
Say, wait. How much do you want to transfer? I said, 70,000. He said, I'm a pastor too. Yeah. <laughs> it can happen to you, but let's share it. Let's share it. <laughs> so just transfer half for whatever. So I did it. I didn't get the credit, I mean, debit at the moment. He said, please let me try it. He said, don't worry, don't worry. Whether he comes or he doesn't come, it can happen to anybody. God bless you. He said, I can't find anything in our hands. <laughs> Listen to me. It's not every fight, it's just every point that you must fight. Yes, Certain fights are unnecessary. Yes, Assuming that that time the thing was bad, and I came out of the vehicle, the man came out and I told him, my friend, you don't know who I am. <laughs> ah! Is it this morning that you are trying? You need to be back when I don't see the vehicle's happening. By the time we finish, the people that are by the side, we'll be looking at two pastors. Either folding our trousers to fight. And then any day I come across them and start sharing the gospel and say, Jesus, and they say, Are you the one that fought the rest? <laughs> he now introduced himself to me as a reverend in Equa Church. He asked me, Which one? I said, It's really people's mission. You should kiss it. <laughs> there are some unnecessary fights. Avoid them if you are on a journey. In your office, they are there. In your school, they are there. In your neighborhood, you cannot just start quarreling with your neighbor that doesn't have anywhere he's going. Doesn't have anywhere he's going. The limit he has or she has come is where he stays. Then one, you know, what is it called? One face me and face you kind of house. And you are quarreling with him when you know that very soon you will leave that place. So you don't believe to yourself too much. That was what the people did. They said, these people are too small. Leave them. Is it this one that we have the capacity to dig 1,000 or even 1 million? Let's go further. They went ahead. As they were looking, they saw another one. They came for a fight again. They said, okay, leave it for them, lazy people. Move on. They went to the third one. I'm sure by that time their heart was had told them, Are you stupid? Don't you know that these guys have capacity to dig the whole of your place will become where? You will outlast your enemies and I'm not serious. I'm fifth in cultivating the attitude of I must win. The mentality of I must win propels you to where you are going in life. I may not be there now, but I know I will get there. Yes, That's the mentality that you must have for the spirit of persistence to walk in your life. I'm not yet there, yes. Will I get there, yes. How will I get there? By persistence. I will continue. That was what Jesus also taught us in prayer. His disciples, he said, this man that came by night, knocking on the door of his friends, and said, his friend said, please, I have a neighbor. I'm sorry, I have a visitor. Can you just sell bread to me? Say, my friend, we have slept. My wife and our children were on the bed. Go home. Good night. But the man continued. Say, please, even if you will not sell this bread because of our friendship, what about this my man that just came? What am I going to tell him? I have a very special predicament. He continued knocking, pounding the door until the man said, mm, 
because of this your peculiar case. Please take the bread and go home. Most times we give up when we are almost there. But the Lord is telling us today you can rise again, you can conquer again. If you didn't walk here, you can go to the other side. If you didn't walk this place, move on. Keep going, keep going. Someday you will get there. Amen. That's how it is in our Christian life too. You've been a child of God for the past 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and things are getting tougher and tougher by the day, and one day you say, I'm going to give up. Can't you count what you have spent in the past? How will you just lose all you spent, the years you suffered, you know, training yourself as a child of God, fasting, praying, and all that. That one is enough to propel you to move on again. Are you here this morning and you are like that? Rise. You can move on again. You can get to your destination. In your marriage, you are saying, I want to quit. Have you asked people who are out of marriage how they feel? Have you asked people? Have you sat down to say, please, my, my sister, my brother, how are you feeling now that your wife has gone? Are you enjoying it? The man will tell you a story that will make you change your heart. I'm going to be a single mother. Who told you it's easy? Go and ask all the celebrities, celebrities that are single mothers. Are they laughing about it? Don't mind this Facebook thing, no. Don't mind this, you know, all this social, whatever, whatever. Don't mind all these films and videos here and there where they smile and everybody is drinking wine. Don't mind them. It's not true. If you go to their house, they are crying. I watched one video the other day on net where a young lady was saying, I'm tired of this feminism thing. I want a husband. I said, uh, husband. <laughs> I thought you said you don't need one. Don't get to the point where you say, let me go to that extreme, no. You'll get it. Amen. If it doesn't come today, it will come tomorrow. There will always be a new day for every child of God. There will always be a day of reaching where you had dreamt of going to. When they got to that place, they said, we have come to a large place. Real robots. God has brought us to a large place. Then he said, God has brought me to a large place. He has increased me. And we will prosper in the land. We will prosper in the land. Because they decided they were not going to dream with the dream. Is there any dream in your heart that you have given up on? Are you going through some oppositions in your pursuit of your dream? Are you getting distracted? Are you getting tired? Are you one of those that are contemplating to quit at anywhere you are now? The voice of the Spirit is telling you it's time to change the gear and persist. It's time to say, I must get to the end. It's time to rise and give it a fight. Everybody may not get to the same destination at the same time. But what is important is that you get there. I see you getting there soon. Your family may have been going through the 
run through a bus, you are on a journey. You will get there soon. Amen. I say you will get there soon. Amen. Others may have come to a point where they say, well, God has blessed us. Don't bother about it. Just keep going. Life is not about competition. We are here on our own. And on your own, you will make it. Amen. I still feel this for this morning. Because you live
us to enlarge this. And we shall be prosperous. We shall be prosperous.